insurance or cyber liability insurance this day and age? And if you do need it, how do you get it? How much does it cost? What do you have to go through to get it? Well, we're going to take a look at it from a couple different angles. Obviously, as you see from our link, risk coverage, we provide services for both cyber prevention and also cyber insurance. But the reality is the cyber insurance market has never been different than what it is now. Over the last year or two, there has been a lot of ups and downs with cyber insurance. It's becoming obvious that you don't want to have it as just a standalone way to protect your business. In addition to having cyber insurance, you want to also have some cyber defense built into your organization. Things like two-factor authentication, password changes, making sure all your computers are patched properly with the right updates, and having some monitoring system to detect when there's intrusions. Most of these cyber attacks happen over the course of weeks or months where the hacker will, will break in through some unsecured device. Sometimes something as simple as a, a security camera that's on your network. They get in through that, they get into the rest of your network, and they sit there for days, weeks, months, monitoring all your traffic, reading your emails, downloading your files, getting all your information. They do this before they actually make their attack because your server with your documents and critical files, accounts payable, receivables, bank accounts, is probably more secured than your security camera. But once they get all that information by monitoring it, then they make their attack. If you can detect it, before they actually launch their attack, you can block the whole thing. In many cases, these hackers are infiltrating thousands of companies and just sitting there watching to see which ones they're going to pounce on. And they may not pick ones that have detection or that are not as lucrative. So there's many ways you can prevent it. So before we get into some details, let's look at, you know, what some of the experts say, you know, here's one, the reality of cyber insurance in 2023. If your organization decides to include cyber insurance, it must be fully integrated with a cybersecurity posture. Now, one of the things that the cyber insurance companies are doing, you know, we work with companies like Coalition and Chubb, many other companies, Box Limit they will also include a cyber defense component to most policies. Make sure you check your policy to make sure it does. But they will include a monitoring. before When you're doing underwriting to sign up for these policies, they're going to ask you some questions. Do you have two-factor authentication? Do you have the most recent uh, version of Windows? Do you have VPNs? Like, What is your profile, your risk profile? In fact, for any company, we can even run a risk profile. You just give us your website, your company name, and we can run a risk profile for free. And then once you purchase a policy, they will have some monitoring. In most cases, they will ping your network, watch your servers to see if there's evidence or indications of being attacked because they want to find out about it as much as you do, if not more, because if there is an attack, it's going to cost them more than it costs you. So they're going to want to see what's there. So that's what you're going to find on these these policies, there will be some integration with a cybersecurity, and they're going to provide some of that. This article, we won't get into detail, but it says time and effort to obtain cyber insurance increasing. Well, that's true because 
the insurance company, unlike just buying car insurance where they say, what's your name, what's your driver's license, and they give you insurance, or you buy maybe even business insurance. They're going to ask you, what's your address, what's your revenues, how many employees, boom, there's your insurance. They're going to do a little more research and asking you some questions about your technical and cyber footprint. Do you have other locations? Do you have work from home people? Are their nodes locked down? Do you have a a policy in place if there is an event? And even if the answers are no or not good answers, they're going to be able to decide how to help you improve your risk profile. But it is going to take a little more time up front for that underwriting part of it. That's a good thing. It's not a pain in the neck that you have to jump through hoops. It's them trying to help you to prevent it. Even if you don't get the insurance, at least you'll know what your potential risks are. So it's going to take a little more time and effort. Now, on the bad news side, reinsurers, which are the companies that insure the insurance companies, are starting to jack up their rates a little bit. It hasn't quite hit the retail side yet, but they need to regain profitability. What does that mean to you? What does that tell you? Well, it tells you that they're paying out claims. There's losses. And sometimes these losses are in the millions of dollars. So what rate increases mean? It means that the insurance companies guessed on the rates based on what they thought was going to be the number of claims. Apparently, the number and the and the expense of claims, the cost of the claims, was higher than what they guessed over the last few years. So that tells you is that cyber damage, cyber losses, hacking losses are increasing. They're more than what everybody thought, including the insurance companies. Insurance companies probably had the best read on it because they see all these claims. And if they guess wrong, that means that the risk is increasing. Example, one set of hackers, this is very complicated. They hacked, leaked, lockbit, builder, Enterprising or simply lazy cyber criminals are using Lockbit to cut corners on ransomware. They found a way to make doing ransomware easy. You don't have to understand all the technical, you know, jargon. You know, they they said make ransomware great again, right? And this is a way that the hackers are making their life easier. It allows them to launch more attacks. You know, this is August 28th, so this is just three days, two days ago. So now the hacks are going to be even easier. That might mean that the insurers even guessed even lower than they thought. So what do you do if you're a business? First, go ahead and get a quote on cyber insurance. It doesn't cost anything. You might have to spend five or 10 minutes answering a few questions, checking off a few things on a form to find out what your profile is. But a lot of times when you get the quote, you're going to find out what your what your risks are, what your vulnerabilities are. Even if you don't decide to get insurance, at least you know what your risk and vulnerabilities look like for your company. You want to know that. Maybe you can fix some of them. Maybe you don't want insurance. Maybe you just want to try to prevent them or fight back yourself. If you do have a cyber policy, make sure that even if you suspect that there is some type of event or something fishy, your computer is acting weird, getting weird messages, whatever it is, that you contact your insurer, let them know. It's not necessarily a claim, but by letting them know, they might be proactive and take action. Most of these big insurance companies, Chubb, Coalition, all the big ones, they have a team, a response team that, look, if they find out one of their insureds might have something going on, they're going to jump in and try to see what's there to try to prevent it because they don't want to claim any more than you do. 
right? Let's say you have a $200,000 claim and you have a $1,000 deductible. You're out $1,000. they are out $200,000. So they're, they're more, you know, they have more of an incentive to prevent this claim than even you do. I'm sure you don't want it either because it'll be annoying. But let them do their job. Most of them have defense teams, response teams that jump in. They're not just waiting for the losses to happen and then just write you a check. They're going to want to try to prevent it. You know, it's almost like if you have fire insurance, they're a, they're a fire truck, right? They can help keep this from happening. So when it comes to cyber insurance, get quotes. You can contact us. You can contact your broker, anybody you want. Get quotes. Answer a few questions. Find out what your liability is. Most times you can get a free risk analysis. It could be a three or four page PDF file printout. Use it at you know your own discretion. If you decide to get insurance, remember you'll also have a response team, some preventive measures that can augment your IT department, but at least get a quote. It doesn't hurt, right? It might take some time. You're, you know, your CFO or your bookkeeper, your accountant, your controller might have to answer a few questions. Maybe your IT person has to, you know, tell somebody what version of Windows you have on your server. Who cares, right? At least go that route because it'll put you in the right position to at least know what your risk is and you can decide do you want to insure, insure over it do you want to prevent it do you want to do both at least know where you stand but that's what goes into getting a policy this day and age and we're finding that a lot of renewal customers a lot of people who are renewing policies you don't necessarily have to go through all that every time but it's easier to renew than getting a new policy and look the underwriting criteria has gone up underwriting in 2023 is way harder than it was in 2020. so if you already have a policy that's been in existence for a couple of years you went through the easier underwriting in 2020 and that carries over so if you get a policy now even though the underwriting might seem a little bit annoying your renewals will be a lot easier than trying to get a new policy in 25 or 26 and look a lot of companies and contracts are requiring this some government agencies if you want to do business with them you have to have cyber insurance so you want to get ahead of the curve so you don't run into bidding on a contract or having a client say yeah i want to you know, buy this from you or do a deal with you, by the way, who's your cyber carrier? And then you have to scramble to get a policy because it might take, you know, a few weeks to get it in place and get it bound. And if your contract is at stake, that's going to be a problem. And that's even if you get approved or, or not being able to shop around. If you start early, you can shop around and find out maybe there's lower premiums available or better coverages available. So, it's a pain in the neck. I'm sure as a business owner, you have plenty of things you have to do all day long. Working on getting a cyber policy, which right now you don't think you need, is probably not on your to-do list for today. But like everything else we do as business owners, planning for the future and planting some seeds is a good thing to do. And you could delegate it to somebody. Most of the time, your general manager, your controller has all the information needed to get a quote, at least. And so delegate it out and uh, put yourself in a good position to maybe get more contracts you can even advertise it to your customers we have cyber insurance and it protects you as a customer because it's a third-party policy if you get one some policies only cover you some cover your third parties like your vendors your clients your customers and you can make that a selling tool to your customers that you have a cyber policy that protects them and maybe your competitor doesn't have that yet because you know 15 20 percent of companies only have cyber insurance Five years from now, it'll be more like 90%. You can get ahead and make it a selling tool. And you can say, we've had cyber since 2023. We've had cyber insurance for five years where your competitor may not.
anyways, again, we're biased. We know that's what we do for a living. You know, we're not a neutral opinion about this. You know, we have, uh, you know, we know where our bread is buttered. So take it with a grain of salt, but it is something that a lot of people,